This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. Alright, hello and welcome to Aetherite Radio Gamers Kids Final Fantasy 14 podcast. She's the next joining me today. We've got Zanidra, we've got Aldino, and we've got Rook. Hello. 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 So, uh. Hello. How are you? Yes, let's start it immediately with a terrible, (laughs) terrible accent. My life. Hello, Governor. We had had Ethis on last last week with the Australian accent. We're all just jealous, I think is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Clearly. Us us and our lame American accents. Um, Does Pokemon have British accents in it? Yeah, it's It's like like a British island. Pastoral British setting. It's localized into British English. Essentially, yep. goodness. Anyway, fanciest yep. uh, of Pokemon's. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, today we're talking a little bit about etiquette. Um, but before we get into that, uh, we have a few news items. First up, uh, these two maybe connected, maybe not. They kind of tie in with etiquette too, which is weird. Didn't plan that yeah. out that way, but uh, or so... did we? <laughs> I hope didn't actually. Nah. No, um, <laughs> honestly didn't. Um, so, uh, especially not considering this first one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so was it last last week? I think we last talked week, about yeah. it. Uh, World first group from Gilgamesh thoughts for second beat. Uh, the Epic of Alexander. They were uh, the first group to do that. Um, since then, there have been other groups. I was surprised at the delay between the first yeah. and first and second. It was a couple of days, which was really surprising yeah. to see. Mm-hmm. Um, that having been said, uh, there have been some death threats made to thoughts for second. Um, I'm not gonna read them, but they are bad, like, mm-hmm. really, really, really bad. Like who? Um, Why? What? <laughs> All yes. of the W's. It's yeah. not it's ridiculous. Um. So yeah, that's a thing. In what um, world is that okay over people, such a the small have been, thing? The people it's have the been banned on Twitter. Yeah, it was clearly a sock puppet account. Yeah, uh, uh. but it's yeah, like that's uh, that sucks. Um possibly related. what are you doing internet yeah um also uh again another thing that like just happened um a couple of the more prominent data miners in the community have been contacted by se and had <clears throat> accounts uh suspended um the current idea that's kind of going around is that uh potentially um data mines may have led to aiding that world first kill obviously we can't confirm this um I'm sure Square Enix doesn't want to confirm that since they already congratulated them, mm-hmm. um, which is, yeah. So so what's happened now is I'm, I'm a little worried, right? Obviously, this is a little, a little taboo, right, for us. We yeah. try and stay away from this stuff, but it's, it's kind of a big deal. Um, right now, Reddit said that they have shut down their data mining channel. They're not going to, you know, mm-hmm. allow that there anymore. Um and it's. I'm wondering if we're gonna get that uh, Streisand effect. I, I didn't even know this was a thing. The Streisand effect. Have you heard of this? Right. It's yeah. It's, yeah. It's the idea of basically trying to quiet information, or trying mm-hmm. to like make it so people don't hear about information, makes it so that more people actually hear about the information. There was, um, you know, good. there's like pictures around on the internet that people are like, oh no, my publishers don't want people to see it, and then so people will share it more. That sort of effect. Right. Yeah. I see. It's I like it's taboo. It. So let's share it yes. yeah we should share it as much as possible know. yeah so I, I think i think what's gonna happen and and it's 
it's one of those things like it wouldn't surprise me if it does like i hope it doesn't but mm-hmm. um right now you have you've had previously right because they're not doing it anymore um people data mining patches data mining expansions it's you mm-hmm. know saying hey cool look at you know look at these models look at these weapons look at <laughs> these status effects in this fight potentially right. Uh, Blue Mage abilities, which someone was banned for specifically because they showed stuff that wasn't released yet, um, since all the yeah. new Blue Mage stuff is in the dats. Um, and so the idea of not having a safe place to discuss these things now, mm. because before you would say, okay, there's a patch. I want to see what's new. I'm going to go here. I know where mm-hmm. to look. Yes. Or if you're on the opposite end, you know where to avoid. Mm-hmm. But now you're going to have all these people that mine, if they even continue to mine, they're going to mm-hmm. have to post anonymously, and there's not going to be a designated safe space to put these in that you mm-hmm. can knowingly avoid. And so I'm worried now that we're just going to see all these you know, Twitter dumps or people just spam a Discord, sure. hey, look at all this stuff, and you're not going to be able to avoid it, mm-hmm. um, which, which sucks. I really hope that doesn't happen. A lot of the people that have been data mining have been really good about that kind of stuff, but that's also because there's been an environment that makes that possible. Um, right. I did want to go back here. Um, we actually had asked Yoshida about data mining back um, right before Heavens were launched. Um, at Many years ago. Many years ago. And he, this is what I love about Yoshida is like, he's not going to like beat around the bush. He's going to be like, here's what I think. Here's, <laughs> you know, reality versus other reality, right? Cause he's corporate executive, but he's also a gamer. Yeah. So we asked him, um, you made a statement in that live letter, again, E3 2015, E3 live letter, about data mining and asking players to stop doing it, um, especially right now. This was right before the expansion launch. What are your thoughts on it and the community? Um, there's obviously a lot of passionate people in there um, with the game. He says there are multiple la- ways of looking at this one, uh, and I love the way he answers this. He says, as corporate mm-hmm. executive of Square Enix and producer of Final Fantasy XIV, <laughs> data mining is against laws, the law and players should not do it. This is a product created by Square Enix, protected by law, and without permission, players are going in there and breaking it apart. They're not supposed to be doing that. On the other hand, as a gamer, I understand that there are, you know, the next great programmers and graphic artists out there, and they want to see other how other companies are doing things. They want to learn the secrets of the trade. Um, they see the great this great game, and they want to know how it works, get the knowledge on their own, just take it apart. You know, when I was young, I got, you know, a radio and took it apart, and then doing that, you know you're breaking a rule, but you're doing it for yourself. And you know that there are going to be consequences, but it's something that you want to do. Um, but that's going in and data mining by yourself for yourself. Um, then again, also as a gamer, taking what you're supposed to use for yourself and spreading it to other players without their knowing and creating spoilers and ruining that experience for other people, that's a terrible thing. And as a gamer, I cannot forgive that. Even worse than that are the people that data mined um, are those people that take it and then spoil it for even more people. The secondary group, I think, is even worse. So when an update comes, eh, you know, but when it comes to an expansion, and again, this is referencing the live letter and the timing. He says, as right. a developer, we want you to experience the excitement that we have. Um, we want, uh, when we get an expansion, you have these experiences and challenges in the game and you're experiencing those and getting a reward for it. Um, that's all part of the experience. You have that challenge, experience it, and then you get the reward for the first time and say, oh, wow, I got this reward. If from the beginning, you already know what that's going to be, it's going to change how you experience certain things, you know, battles and quests, and you already know what you're going to get. So it changes how you're going to experience the game. 
And that's not the way that it was intended to be experienced. Part of the experience is not knowing these things. So when it comes down to each individual and how they want to experience the game, we'd like to leave that decision up to the player. You could say uh, that some uh, that same thing is related to third-party DPS tools, which show DPS, right? If you're by yourself or with your free company having fun, maybe they're not so bad. But if I'm approached and asked whether they can be used, my answer is no. Those players having fun and using it on their own, maybe that's fine. But when one starts streaming to the world saying, look at me with this tool, that's where the problems start. Most players here are adults with morals, and you have to ask yourself whether this is the right thing. If what you're doing is going to affect the game and experience of a lot of other people, maybe you should rethink it. If you really have to reveal a spoiler, label it. Leave 100 spaces after it, and then have the spoiler, and then you're not ruining it for anybody. Uh, again, it's just about thinking about the people, other, other people around you. I like how he says most players here are adults with morals. What kind of morals? <laughs> right. So, cool. so I'm, it, it's interesting too because you know specifically he talks about DPS tools and streaming DPS mm -hmm. tools. Uh, a lot of these people doing world first race are streaming with those tools and nothing's being done. So, okay, that's an interesting footnote. Um, but I mean, the the reality is right. We've we've known mm -hmm. that this has been going on for years. Square Enix oh, yeah. knows that this has been going on for years. Uh, the reality of it is you can you know square enix can ban you for whatever reason they want they don't need like an actual like oh you did this they could be like we don't like you this is what we'll cite in the report but like really whatever it doesn't matter you don't like pineapple on pizza cool you're banned like that's they don't need like it's their game they can do whatever they want um i mean and, and also really what, what this ends up being ultimately is don't be a dick that's yeah. that right that's the thing if you're gonna do it fine don't parse and complain to somebody about their numbers don't mm -hmm. do it if you're gonna spoil you know if you're gonna adapt mine story quests or boss model data don't like just come to somebody out of the blue and be like hey check this out and be like oh cool now i know what to expect mm -hmm. um you know just just don't be a dick about it and and you should in theory don't be okay be but <laughs> but it's totally the right of score enix to go after these people um I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's the reality of everything. And so hopefully um, the whole thing with, with data mining and exposure to information doesn't get worse <laughs> from them right. taking action. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's so many things, you know, if it's tied to these death threats, maybe, um, maybe they just decided, Hey, we saw these things we should act on. I mean, it's, it's, there's <coughs> definitely inconsistencies across the board with a lot of sure. this stuff. Um, I mean, notice... Mm -hmm. I was going to say, all of this aside, it's Square Enix, and especially Final Fantasy XIV, it's one of those things where we have this kind of like weird dilemma with it, where on one hand, they're kind of notorious for sort of porting their product to themselves, right? So, you know, you've got WoW, a lot of people can make a million right. add-ons for it. You've got like ESO, yeah. people make a million add-ons, but because people don't actually have access to any of the source code or any way to really create these add-ons that interact with the game, there has always sort of been this precedent of, I think the game itself is sort of its own thing, right? And as players, mm -hmm. I mean, just like Yoshi P said, I think we have to approach with caution because it's not as if that code is just out there all the time for everybody. And yet they're very open about the stuff that they do share with us. I mean, Yoshi talking about all of this, when you get this gear, then you get to see it for the first time is really interesting to me because we already get so much stuff that they reveal to us through the live sure. letters. We get mm -hmm. previews of all these things. So if Patch they've left notes. something, 
yeah, mm. patch notes. If if they've left something out, I feel like it's for a reason. And, you know, with things like ultimate content, this has mm -hmm. really brought a new turn to the discussion with the, you know, competitiveness of world first. And if data mining information is already the precedent, and like we were saying earlier, it's on a whole bunch of channels everywhere anyway, yeah. is it really an unfair advantage to use information that is publicly made by the community to do this? And I think that Square Enix coming back with this and some of these bands, they really are starting to realize, you know, maybe we need to control this kind of thing more if it's going to create these big divisions in the community. Yeah, right. And, and I mean, you know, the other big question, too, is if if this is all correct, right, if this did lead to maybe some unfair advantages for some groups going after Alexander, right, in this, this first week here, mm -hmm. why act now and not back in Ultima Weapon when we dat mined the Woken stuff? Yeah, we knew about yeah. that. You know, that was a yeah. thing. Like people knew about it. So I don't. Their decision to suddenly act on that seems weird. Maybe it's not related. I, you know, we don't know for sure, and we we it never could will. just come from somebody's yeah. conjecture at some point. Yeah, yeah. it's it's definitely yeah. interesting yeah. timing. And you know, we're talking about other MMOs, and you know, people data mine every game that you can oh, yeah. possibly data mine. Yeah. And, you know, recently, WoW has been like encrypting videos and things that they don't want people to. They know that people do it. I mean, there's yeah. websites just for that sort of thing. And so they're like, okay, we'll put an extra level of protection on this information. And I wonder if we won't start to see more of that in the future, maybe. I think it's certainly possible. And I mean, we're- Didn't, they, mm -hmm. didn't they for the longest time just not upload the stuff they didn't want us to see? Yeah. Like there were the, the pre-patched things and here's the gear. I don't think knowing the gear really hurts anything. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's like, I, but then oh. once we get the full patch, it's like, here is the video for, mm -hmm. you know, the end of the game or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's I remember in the first I remember when the uh, the turn 12 video yep. got leaked, right? Mm -hmm. the, mm -hmm. the second part of that end of the arrow trailer. And like yep. that was taken down like <laughs> as soon as that link <laughs> yeah. went out. Everyone's like, oh, well, and it's gone. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, we're, we're in interesting times. I mean, Epic is suing, I think, their second person now that's data mined yeah. and leaked information um mm -hmm. and i mean that's that's you know that's a big studio that's doing that yeah. so mm -hmm. um it's, it's continually the problem is you want to put that content out because you want to trickle it out because you don't want the download to be big or it's timing of yeah. development you put yeah. it into patches before it's ever going to be used we, we had the vanu vanu yeah. in in the yeah. game before heaven's word came out and we're like oh mm -hmm. that's the shiva beast <laughs> tribe quest yeah and, but they were there you know, it's you you just put it out there and now that people i mean people have always yeah. been able to get into it but now there's more incentive you know uh, you can go put it on a channel and and get thousands of views I'm, I'm really curious views, what this so. will mean for the future of of 14 and the lodestone and how they handle things because mm. a lot of this stuff like you look at the history of 11 and windower right for example yeah Oh and it goodness. was it was one of these things like everybody uses it, but we don't talk oh, yeah. about it. But everybody uses it because at that point, right to a degree, it's the failure of SE to not provide things, right? It, it, in an extent, like obviously with a game, it's right. a little tri trickier, right? It's, the, the, it's a little more of a gray area. But you look at something like data mining; um, they don't offer any kind of API. If they no. see somebody working on a third-party site that's trying to like mass gather data, they 
block up. Like they're not, you know, very open to that kind of idea. Mm-hmm. And so if they're going to do this, if they're going to go after more people for this kind of thing, what's the alternative then that you're providing? I think is the question. I totally agree with that, especially because the context of these different data mines can be so different. I mean, Aldino, right. like you said, sure, sometimes people are doing it because there's that drive for engagement. Mm-hmm. I want to post this up and I want to see a thousand people sure. comment or but there's also a ton of people that use some of these tools for constructive means. I mean, yes. maybe they need them so that they have an idea of what to do, or they're using them in content creation, or there's all these different reasons that you might want that information a little bit earlier. And, you know, Yoshi says, use it for yourself and it's fine. But at the same time, like we're saying, if there's not any other way for people who are not using it in a destructive manner, to somehow be able to prep or use this information, even just part of the information, regardless of whether or not we're talking about prepping for an ultimate fight or you know whatever it could be. But there are so many different people that might have different reasons for that. And if there's no actual communication to relay that information, people resort to this kind of stuff. As a player alone, it's frustrating because for me, I'm going, I don't know about all of you, but I just want to play it and enjoy it when it comes out. I don't want to know mm-hmm. what happens in the ending of the expansion. I want yeah. to play the expansion. Yeah, exactly. The story and, and even I, I I have never done it myself, so I don't know if you can go in and learn the abilities of creatures via data mining. But yeah, I do feel like that that is absolutely like yes. don't do that. It's What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> it's no, cheating. Even, it's cheating. It's even, it's an unfair even, advantage. Even but, a simple uh, line. I mean. Shadowbring. I, I got spoiled on Shadow Shadowbringers because of the triple triad card debt mine list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, uh, there's, there's the Hades the card. Armor. And I was like, oh. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like going so in and looking fair. at the armor. Uh, sure. If it is labeled a certain way, yes, it might be a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just want to see how it looks. For me, that's pretty much all I want to see. Or if there's like a yeah. minion, minions could mm-hmm. be spoilers too. Yes, very true. Yeah, but sure. yeah. that, that's the thing. They're Everything like, here's a weird beaver with vampire teeth. Isn't that neat? Oh yes, it is. I am now more hyped for this game. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, and that's that's the thing now. Like you're, you know, there's no really great avenue that people could easily find to discuss these things. And so mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, I'm a dat miner. I can't post my name, but here I'll make mm-hmm. like my tenth Twitter account, right? Yep. And I'll say, hey, check out this boss model. Check out this thing. And I'll just tweet it out. Hashtag spoiler, but that won't make a damn bit of difference, right? Once it's out, it's out. People retweet it. That's it. That's it. Game over. You lost. Um, So who knows? Who knows how this will go moving forward? Um, Hmm. It's not going to stop. We know that. No. No. I mean, People will probably be more careful for a little bit. And then they'll be like, hey, they're not doing anything else. Because who knows? If they don't do anything else. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, definitely, you know, if, if you're somebody that's active on social media, um, set up some mutes, you know, hashtags or just text Final Fantasy, you know, FFXIV, uh, you know, protect yourself as best you can, and mm-hmm. hopefully that'll be enough. <laughs> I don't, you know. Use your common sense. Use your mm-hmm. common sense. Uh, speaking of common sense, that's an excellent segue into our next <laughs> bit of news You're welcome. Uh, during the fan gathering uh, in London at the Postal Museum, Yoshida mentions that Final Fantasy XIV will be appearing on Sony's next console. Um, of course it will. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> why Why wouldn't it? It's been on the PS3. It's on the PS4. Why wouldn't it be on the PS5? That They're not friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> um, but, um, you know, that's all we got. That was that was it. I mean, 
there was the the tweet that actually mentioned it uh broke the news mentioned ps5 specifically but then pr was like he, he didn't say ps5 he just said we're you know next console thinking about the next console mm-hmm. um so we'll be we'll be talking about this at a later date uh since you, you know, know you know there are people on the flip side who who would use the opposite like they never said that it would be on the next console this is my argument well <laughs> well I... it, that's what I would say, right, without getting too much into the other discussion. They said, yes, it's coming to Xbox. They didn't say Xbox One. Mm. <laughs> I, you know, next console See? generation. See? That's when 14 mm. makes another jump. Then in, in 7.0, they drop PS4. Mm-hmm. Done. But, no, what they're not uh, telling us is they're secretly the Vita 2 that everybody has been wanting totally. And that's what 14 is going to be on. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Maybe that's... Yeah. No, that's that's the big the big Final Fantasy 11 20th anniversary 2022 plan is oh is, sure, uh solo solo standalone 11 game but you can co-op it with Vitas. Yeah, I'm leaving. So <laughs> the, the the funniest part is that was actually a thing that was said. Uh, gosh, Vana Vanifest. I think the last Vanifest they wow. like, threw that idea out there. Yeah, like wow. maybe this is a thing we could do it. They're not doing it, but it was, no. you know, so there you go. Please um, no. Yeah, it was, so it was interesting when this when this this news came out um, the other day, everyone's mm-hmm. like, wait, there was a fan gathering in London. What, what is this? <laughs> yeah. um, so most of you listening to this podcast probably visit the Lodestone, um, but you visit the N.A. Lodestone. You don't visit the E.U. Lodestone. So it's featured prominently on the E.U. Lodestone, mm. um, the, you mm-hmm. know, entry and all this stuff for, for a while now. Um but that made me think a little bit too. It's been interesting since since 14 came out, right? They've been doing this kind of like tour in Japan. They've been going out all over Japan and doing live letters. EU gets an occasional fan fest. You know, they'll either have some little thing in London or usually with Gamescom, they have a fan gathering with Gamescom. Um, hmm. NA? We've had Vegas. some packs <laughs> and we have fan fest. Oh. Fan fest doesn't count, I feel like. Or it right, should because each region does mm-hmm. get one. Yeah, each fa- yeah each region gets that. But like we get panels at PAX. Like we had that there was that launch event back when 2.0 launched in oh, gosh, yeah. PAX Prime 2013, where Yoshida made fun of me for falling off Titan. Um, <laughs> we have. I feel like uh, the the stuff that goes into having a North American event is more complicated than any place else, though, because we are so big. Hmm. Uh, even even in vegas yeah they it's it they could probably have twice as many people try and go as actually go well well and they could barely handle what they actually have show up right well i don't i don't think it's it's necessarily size of venue right like they can say here's the deal like this is how many people can get in we'll raffle ahead of time so you know if you can get in or not Yeah, but remember how angry people were at vegas Mm-hmm. I think these, people these other are always going to have people upset. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah no, they right. absolutely will be smaller. These will be, you know, one yeah. hundred people events. But part of that also is that they haven't done them. <laughs> if they have, if they start doing them, it won't but be that's as why I think big of not. a deal. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, and I think that the fan fest in NA is so contentious because of the fact that we just have next to nothing here except right. for every two years. And then of course, everybody wants to go to it because they're going, 
this is the only really big thing that we have, you know, unless you do manage to go to something like PAX, but even then it's not a really specific kind of event. Yeah, right. It's the, not the, like we yeah, have the, the fan gathering of PAX is yeah. talking to people next to you in line for the panel. Like that's not a fan yeah. gathering. Do you play this? No. Okay. Yeah. Even <laughs> if they just did some pop-up Aorzean cafes or something, or yeah. if they had oh, Don't get my hopes of... up like that. It would be so good, though, and I think it that would it be, would yeah. ease off some of the burden of things like FanFest because the fan community would feel as though it has a connection. And it's not like we don't have a ton of amazing community managers here in NA. It's just that there seems to be some sort of weird disconnect with our actual kind of programming extension into the U.S. Mm -hmm. for some of those things. Right. I, I want to real quick, uh, Silent account. Acalypse in the in the chat says I went to a small FF fan fest in in New York and I was that the iGames tour <laughs> I'm like dating myself knowing what that is um but yeah I mean <laughs> with with 11 you know it's another one of these weird examples where like 11 did this what the hell like yeah. before <laughs> before they did their big fan right. fest they had a bunch of like little hmm. mini fan fest type things in a bunch of in, in a bunch of cities through this other company called iGames were um, they successful I mean as far as I know people went to them Okay. This was this was like pre like live streaming like this yeah. was this is yeah. a long time ago. I don't know. I imagine things not would a be lot more of, successful now, but they may be looking of, back on those and being like, mm, yeah, not, not a lot of people did this. There's not a lot of documented stuff about the <laughs> Final Fantasy XI iGames tour. Um, I'm surprised I even know that it exists. Like I hadn't heard of it until like I'm it not. Like, I have like a little glowing necklace. Somebody, oh, it's from that iGames tour. The what? Okay. <laughs> there was a huh? Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I think I, I think it would be so cool to see this, even even if they have to attach it to packs, right? Because like again, like yeah. the panels are great. Yeah. I love the panels. Everybody loves the panels, but it's not a fan gathering, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm really curious if this is something <laughs> that they would consider. Um, I mean, you know, mm -hmm. rent out a bar for a night you know, in Boston, in Seattle, in San Antonio or Melbourne or, you know, anytime that they're already going to be out there for an event. Like, I right. get it if it's like a, not, you know, if it's like the middle of October and you're like, all right, let's like pay a bunch of money to fly a bunch of people out to New York. Like that doesn't it's, mm -hmm. that's not like cost wise. That's not maybe the most the best way to spend the money. But if you're already going to have a bunch of people in town staffing an event, then, yeah, that makes a lot more sense, I think. Like it's like like Gamescom when they do the big stuff at, at Gamescom. Right. And again, not having these ourselves, how much of this is fan operated? How much of this is square operated or square backed? Um, no idea. <laughs> Just host your own and call Square Enix. Like, hey, I'm gonna I mean, do this. Do you wanna? I mean, if if I thought that I could even shoulder a, a fifth of the responsibility, I would consider it. But. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 interesting. Mm -hmm. I'd like to. I'd like definitely like to to see more of that happen over here. But I don't. You know, and it's one of those things. Is it just they don't want to? They think that they don't need to. Is it lack of initiative on Square Enix NA community right. NA like I community don't... players NA not community team NA like it's yeah I don't know. It's interesting. They're afraid. They're afraid of the NA players because we're mean. I mean that's fair. <laughs> well, that's I was fair. I was. <laughs> I was going to say we can start talking about it in the community and seeing, hey, you know, how much interest is there? But, mm -hmm. but do not demand. <laughs> yes. We can talk about it. We can say that this would be great. We would love to see more. 
but yeah. the demand will just perpetuate that that stereotype of yeah you know like like so let's not demand but i mean it's it's something we we really should be ask talking nicely about. Yeah. etiquette yeah, yeah. you know it's it's, really it's, it's and it's funny too because i mean we we we're sitting here and one of the biggest things i think we all agreed on is fan fest doesn't count but like right. my mind immediately jumps to like be cool to have a fan gathering the first night before fan fest starts <laughs> sure i mean that cuz everybody's in town back. everybody's yeah. in town but there's nothing yeah. to do so yeah, yeah. i don't know we'll there's see. lots to do it's friggin vegas <laughs> well, I mean, well yes you know there what is a I reason mean. i missed two meetings <laughs> in a row you know nothing what to i do mean with square enix <laughs> there yeah you go. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. Maybe maybe next fan fest we'll look into that instead of uh yeah. instead of the LBR party like the night during, night before. Mm-hmm. That's the way to do it. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, even if like... they just empowered fan groups to do it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, with yeah. Twitch gatherings, we have official things like TwitchCon. But I know yeah. even here in Chicago, we have Twitch Chicago, which is yep. a massive group that is run by streamers on Twitch. And that is just coordinated here by the community, right? It's not anything that is really majorly official, although it's gotten to the point where, I mean, so many people have decided to help out and it's gotten so big that, yes, it's gotten a lot of recognition from a bunch of different people. But yeah, even if they kind of just empowered fan groups to do that in regional areas, even that would be something and it would take a little mm-hmm. bit of the burden off of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Another... Even uh, sci-fi, anime, cartoon, comic cons start... Yes. From individual is it, is it the full people, yeah. yeah, all of <laughs> nerd cons, happy little bucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> those those generally aren't started by the actual people who make no. that content. It's by That's fans. Right. So if it's and, something you want to do, that like ask people who already run cons. They'll probably be more than willing to yeah. help you and, out. And there, another point brought up in the chat too is if they have a bunch of smaller events you wouldn't always have the whole team over there and you wouldn't necessarily have right. any big announcements and you don't need to. And I think that's important too, is right. what the expectations are of these events. And I think you could easily get, uh, I mean, there's, I mean, like, you know, we were talking before the show setting up, we're all over the place right now. We've, you know, we've got Seattle, California, like we're all over the place. And yeah. so wherever people hold fan events, there's going to be, obviously there's going to be fans, but there's also probably going to be content creators, people that are more known Mm-hmm. reach out to them have you know invite them out do some talks do some panels or something like there's there's definitely like content that you could use to fill that up and make it something that's just not just like meet up in a bar like you know you can actually <laughs> or just do meet up in a bar it. or just meet up in a bar yeah i mean and, and, do and, both and, why not and, both <laughs> and in that in that fairness i know i know brian um rubicon from gather together um I, I think somebody from Phoenix Down, like they've done little gatherings like that mm-hmm. before. Um, but yeah, I think it would be nice to see something a little more grand, like what they, they keep doing in Europe or, mm-hmm. you know, something like the, when they do their live letters, cause it's not just a live letter in Japan. When they go out to one of the prefectures, it's, right. you know, they have like a little battle challenge station set up. Like there's mm-hmm. actually like little things for them to actually do. It's not just, okay, come into this room, watch the live letter, leave. Like there's yeah. a little bit going on. Have a um, live duty commenced, you know, like in some venue somewhere. There yeah. you go, done. There you know, you and put something around that. That'd be great. Yeah. I don't know. So who knows? We'll see. It'd be nice, but I'm not holding out any hope either. <laughs> right. Um next up, uh the Tactical Assault Commander F fourteen, Final Fantasy Fourteen Edition. That's a mouthful. Uh has started yeah. to ship. If you guys don't remember this, this was the 
uh, the gamepad that they talked about, I believe they mentioned it first at E3. One hundred. Think it was years E3. Ago. Yeah. Around E3. Uh, Reading this, this title, was... it sounds like a, a fighter game, like a fighter pilot game for Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I just want the box to just have all this in bold. The Tactical Assault Commander F14 Final Fantasy XIV Edition. I just uh, love F14 Final Fantasy XIV Edition. Like, right? really? I love it. It's so great. <laughs> um, so if you guys don't know what this is, um, this is something that uh, Yoshida worked with Hori uh, to design. Um, it's it's one of those gamepads. It's not like a game, like a controller gamepad. It's like a left-hand gamepad, right? Um, it's $129.99. It has Extra keyboard buttons. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And a Stromo um, or, yeah. Right, exactly. Um, G13. Um, so mm-hmm. you can get these right now, $129.99. Uh, they did have pre-orders <laughs> open for like the, the first wave, but they're selling them now, so they have some left over, apparently. Um, mm-hmm. Limited time exclusive to, uh, exclusive to the SE store, so apparently we'll be seeing these a little bit more widespread in the future. Maybe. Um, mm-hmm. Just to throw this out to you by comparison, so I, for, for work, I use a Logitech G13, which is the same kind of thing. Um, except they recently stopped manufacturing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those things are like 330 bucks on Amazon right now if you want to find one, which sucks. I'm like, uh, uh, you know, every time I look at mine and it like acts up just a little bit, I'm like, don't. Don't, don't do, do this it. to me. Nope. <laughs> um, yeah, so by, by like actual comparison, since since G13 is kind of off the market, uh, mm-hmm. Razer's Tartarus is like 80 bucks, um, and you can get the, the Tartarus Pro or the Orb Weaver for like the same price, 129.99. Uh, the problem mm-hmm. is we don't know much about the Tactical Assault Commander F14 Final Fantasy 14 Edition because there's not a lot of documentation. Featuring Dante from Devil May Cry. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, we don't know if it's got membrane switches, if it's got mechanical switches. We've seen there. There is a little bit of a walkthrough for the software finally, which mm-hmm. I mean, we had no idea before. Pre, you know, when pre-orders were open, it's like, so are you gonna tell us more about what we're dropping money at? No. Okay. Good to know. Um, so it is out. I know some people have been have been getting them. So uh, if you if you picked one of these up, let us know what you think of it. Send us an email or yeah. us write a us a review. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. I'm hoping I'm hoping I can get my hands on one at some point uh, mm-hmm. to to talk about it. But we'll see. Uh, and that is. Do you it. think they called it? You think they call it the F14 because the Logic one is the G13? No, yeah. it's I I I. <laughs> I looked at this. I, cause I, this is I a like, fake question. Don't answer oh, it. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> no, well, there's you a real answer. I feel like the, the F, truth. the F, like the, the, the wording, the way that's made, I, I think that's relevant to other tactical assault commanders that they have. <laughs> okay. Are we oh, sure like, it's there, not there's a, Okay. There's a it's line. Final yeah. Fantasy 14? Well, that is for sure, but it's it's not like F fourteen is just there for no reason. It's in line, I think, with with the branding of the other similar things that they have. Have you have it's you looked up the previous Tactical Assault Commander to see if it was membrane they, or mechanical? I actually could not find that information either. They don't te- they just don't tell you what kind of key it is. Which why would mm-hmm. you want that on anything that's kind of a keyboard, right? But they have they so have one for like Doom Eternal. It's it's one of those it's one of those weird ones where it's like the the thing and then a mouse, but you can use it on console because oh why? sure like yeah such such a weird 
market for those. Fusion's but... done real research into this, guys. And the information <laughs> I really, is just I really not out there. I really wanted to know more. Well, because I use, I use my G13, and I love my G13. I actually cleared Alex on, I cleared Father with, with, uh, with my G13. Such a uh, weird uh, sentence. <laughs> I yes. cleared Father. Cleared Father. I'm yeah, similar. Like if if they ever stop my favorite, uh, stop making my favorite MMO mouse, I'm gonna be hurting. Yeah, I love yeah, this if, thing. If they don't so. make my G600 anymore, like I can't, yeah. I can't do anything anymore. Yeah. I use it for work, I use I, it for gaming. Every time there's a sale, I pick up one. So I have two in the closet right now, just, just waiting, just in case. I think yeah, I'm on I have, my third. I'm serious. I also, I also have yeah. two. <laughs> well, so so after after a while, like they're not expensive, right? You no, can they're get not. them for like 20, 30 bucks if you yeah. find them when Catch you're on sale. Yeah. And so after a while, with heavy usage, maybe the button mm -hmm. stick or don't click quite as well as it used to. So or just break click that, issue, yeah. Right, or just break. So yeah, the double click issue. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that gets downgraded to my laptop mouse. So I'm using yeah. my old G600 on my laptop. I got the new one for the desktop. And then mm -hmm. if this one starts to act up, we'll just rotate it, go down the line, hand me down. <laughs> right. It's. <clears throat> it's not bad. I don't know. What Usually I'm mine just straight mouse. up. One of the buttons just breaks inward because I guess I'm too mean. Uh, wow. lately, yeah, lately, um, I'll hit my, gosh, I don't remember. Oh, F Flourish is on the mm. same button as my dash, but one's control and one's not control. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and my control's been sticking on the mouse. So I'll be like, Flourish, dash. And I'm like, oh, oh God, no. no. <laughs> that's my favorite part about the G600 is that third mouse click button. Yeah. And that's just, that's just my control hold. I can do 12 actions on my hotbar mm -hmm. with my mouse, with just my right hand. It's great. I love mm -hmm. it. I can't. I can't imagine playing this game without this mouse. Um, Whenever anyway. we go to a fan fest, I'm like, "Uh, it's gonna be a rough time, boys." And I al it's, always forget to bring it, you know, because I'm like, I can right. just bring it. They, they. I don't think they would let you. Uh, yeah, they maybe. wouldn't let you plug it in. You could though, because it has onboard memory saving. Yeah, I know. Else, which yeah. is also really cool. It's it's funny because I actually I I had seen right. It's it's one of those things we're gonna end up talking about hardware for a little longer now. But um, you know, it either you know an MMO mouse or you know like the gamepad stuff like like we were talking about. It's one of those things where if you don't own one, you're like, that's weird. I don't know if I could use that. That might be weird. And mm -hmm. so you know, I had been kind of eyeing the, the G600 for a while. This was like right before 2.0 launched. At the launch event, they had it packed. Again, going back, they actually, Logitech was a sponsor. They had mm. G600s out on all the machines. And yeah. so I remember playing with one for the first time, and I was like, this thing is amazing. <laughs> right. That night, when I went back, I ordered one, and it was waiting for me when I got home. <laughs> I'm like, and I, and I haven't been, and I haven't had it without since. Like, it's so good. It, um, Wildstar was the reason recommend. for me. Yeah. I was, I was is... falling apart <laughs> trying yeah. to play Wildstar. It was just comfortable. Like the one that I picked happened. I didn't plan to use the buttons sure. on the side, but I was like, yeah, they're there. Let me give it a try. Why wasn't mm -hmm. I doing this? Right. <laughs> you know, that yeah. that could be another fun topic in the future as well. You know, like setups and things like that. Mm. Yeah. Keybinds. Put it on the dock. You know. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll be good. Going. We'll be good and not stretch this out even longer so we can reuse yeah. this idea in the future. Yeah. I could, we could definitely do that. That's, that's a yeah. good one. Uh, <laughs> so topic suddenly changed. Yeah, right. Uh all right. So, moving on. We actually have a discussion mm -hmm. topic. Uh we're going to talk about etiquette. Uh Woo! and how to again not be dicks in the game. Mm -hmm. It's a simple concept. <laughs> uh... But uh we're going we're going to explore this a little bit. So, um first off, we're going to break it down real simple. Obviously, the 
first time you're going to get introduced to this, right? You're in a duty, you're doing a dungeon, and your healer is just casting DPS, their one DPS spell. They're not healing, everybody's dying. What do you do? How do you handle this? What do you what do you what do you say to them to not be a dick, but also to be, hey, please don't I would suck. Love for this to change. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Generally, I start with, hey, would you mind a little advice? Just to just just to try and get out there like it's are you are you open to advice if I get like ignored or a straight up no don't go any further it's it's weird though right and and that's that's good right but there's also it's one of those things like there's not a blanket statement that's going to be safe for everybody right Mm -mm. it's like hey would you mind some advice how dare you you think I'm this like terrible player like you're you're gonna have these people Uh I, I like to start with a question though so yeah maybe it's not would you mind a little advice like i don't have another good one but uh right. no yeah did, did you know that blah blah works like blah and again that could piss off somebody yeah sure I think... of course i did why, why yeah. wouldn't i know that i know how to play my job why are you dying why don't you use you know just... <laughs> yeah i usually try to keep it pretty broad i mean the idea here fusion i like the way that you've kind of labeled it the etiquette topic of not doing your job right Right. And we hear this so much because there's so much that encompasses everything from somebody who might be new, who just doesn't understand to your own perceptions of what right is. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to these early level kind of things, I usually try to treat everybody the same and not really directly or like aggressively target somebody out. So if we're going through a dungeon and we're having these problems and the heals aren't happening, I usually give it one more pull. And if it's still not happening... I'll try to address everybody versus just one person. So rather than that, sometimes I will say like, you know, hey, can I help you out? You know, I heal. Can I maybe offer a little bit of advice on this boss? It's a little, it's a little spicy or, you know, something like mm-hmm. that. But more often than not, I usually will just say like as a blanket statement, does anybody need any info about the dungeon? Or, you know, does anybody need any info about mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm. And then if people are amenable or somebody's like, I'm new, I can kind of transition into then, right. oh, well, this boss has a damage over When people no. just straight up tell you when you go into a dungeon, hey, I'm new, I'm going to try my best. So, it's like, so, thank you. So this is, this is awkward. You, I'm going to try and you, I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> I'm going to try and not play the asshole here, right? But mm-hmm. so yesterday, and this is this is weird. Every time I like, was, was this yesterday? Was it last week? I remember retweeting our guide for copied factory and then going into the copied factory and just having the worst time and i'm like people should really read this guide (laughs) but there's there's there are certain things right in the game that aren't new ideas right sure you're in an alliance raid there's three big things that spawn what do you do right as a tank you grab it depends are there three tanks what what are yeah. the mobs? There's, there's, do they, do they need to be separated? Do they need to be together? Right. It's 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 these things, these ideas, right? So we're doing um, which boss was it? Um, the the big the huge the huge one. Um, the second to last. Second to last. The huge boss. one. <laughs> I can't remember that. I'm trying to think of the name. I can't. Angles. 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 So there's yeah. the part where you have the three big ads, right? And if mm-hmm. they get close together, a tether shows up. You should know what to do. This is not a new thing, right? Well, but at the same time, they're the not tank was like, I'm all. new. Yes. So it's like, it's this it's this weird balance. Like, where's the right. line of they're new and they don't know mechanics versus, like, they don't know... Co- when When does a mechanic 
not a concept, I guess, right? Mm. Like that's mm. where's go, that distinction. Go. I think go. I think the distinction is that a mechanic <laughs> and a concept, right? You have to unite them in the type of content. And on stream mm. all the time, I have people ask me questions, and I always tell everybody there's no question that's too basic or stupid. Right. The stupidest yeah. thing is if you don't ask. And I think we have to remember that in especially different types of content, like a 24 man, for example, right? Maybe somebody has managed to skip every single 24 man up until this one, and they love Nier, and they've gone into it. So whenever I break down 24 mans to people on stream, I always start with the concept that just like when you first get into trials, just like when you first do a dungeon, there's going to be different protocol that people have to learn for just the fundamental language of how they operate. And I will say to everybody, if you see three big ads pop up, that means we have three tanks between the three alliances. So you are going to each take a big boy and then everybody's going to deal with it. And it seems like it's such common sense for people, but yeah. you have to remember that if you aren't somebody that has gone into 24 mans before, that's fair. Where else are we going to have a dungeon where there's three tanks who take three big ads? You know, like people just yeah. don't know. So either one tank tries to take all of them because he thinks, oh, I'm main tank, so I've got to do this. Or, you know, you kind of put that logic together where you're like, three, three. Anytime you see that, it means it's time for a three tank. There's split. that. But you there's know? also, does each tank grab one, take them to the center, face yes. them out? Does each tank grab one, yes. go to the sides, keep them apart? It really depends on the fight. So it expands from there. But people, until they've seen that, just don't know. Mm -hmm. And I think that it is not always the... I will say this. I think the community's etiquette about that is different than what I personally think the etiquette should be, right? Sure. Because people sure. do tend to assume, and in-game, I will say that the most common thing you're going to see there is that people will be like, I mean, Fusion, and rightly so, what you said, like, it's a common sense thing. Why right. aren't you just doing this? And sure. that gets put on the new players. But if you a lot of times just outline that and you give them something really tangible right away, like three big boys, three tanks, take them and go like mm -hmm. they will pick up on that a lot faster than just getting, you know, the general like, why didn't you do this? Tanks, tank. <laughs> yeah, tanks, tank. Oh, believable. Uh, yeah. Because then yeah. you go into the same raids and maybe it's one of the old ones and everybody's like, why are you pulling them apart? It just burned them, just burn them all together. Yeah. Just wait, you're just doing nothing, you know? So it's- You must, you must be it... new to, to Crystal Tower runs in 2019, <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. I know, but it's usually if you just take one second, my personal etiquette is that if you take one second, you have less yeah. problems for the overall seconds in the entire thing. Cause if you can give them something tangible, you're yeah. good. I'm totally, uh, I'm not gonna say like guilty, but guilty of, uh... If somebody is complaining, like if I'm a voice chat with somebody and they're like, oh, this person is not doing blah right, I will ask them, did you ask them if they know how to do it? Mm -hmm. And many, many, many times sure. I get, no. Yeah. Well, maybe <laughs> if you ask them if they know how to do it or explain it to them, they would do it correctly. Yeah. And many, many, many times they do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it is different. I mean, here we sort of have things broken down into the roles, right? So I think every single role is gonna deal with this differently. We talked a little bit about yeah. healers and there's this whole debate about do healers only heal? Do they only DPS or tanks? All these like little common sense things or DPS. I think every one of those classes is gonna have different expectations. But I think as players personally, we can never foist expectations off on people just because 
we maybe the majority of them may be mm. familiar. I mean, mm. I've literally had people before where I say to them, you'll want to use an AOE heal on this. And they'll say, I don't know what an AOE is. And right. I've had people laugh at them in those situations. And I'm going, I didn't know what an AOE was when I first got into MMOs. I had no idea yeah. what a dot was. I was like, are exactly. we wearing polka dots? Yeah. Like, what is happening? <laughs> That's what I wanted to say specifically <laughs> is that one, common sense isn't common. You know, it isn't. It's, it's, un it's uncommon sense is really. Right. And, and two, this is Final Fantasy 14. The first two words are Final Fantasy. Typically, that is a turn-based game, <laughs> right? Typically, this is yeah. an MMO. This is a whole nother different level of common sense that you build up over years to know what an AoE is, know what a yeah. dot is, you know, know what tanking is. That's not a thing in basically any other game. You would have a tank and it's like, okay, well, they're the one who kind of takes damage, but it's not like they have to move people around and actually control the battlefield. Mm -hmm. MMOs have a different level of common sense than, and, than most other games. And, you know, too, I also I also want to point out, because uh, we do have a wiki. It's a wonderful resource yeah. of information. Mm. Um, on that yeah, wiki, we have a dictionary of terms and slang. If you want to mm -hmm. know what an AoE is, it's mm -hmm. on there. Check it out. We got a lot of stuff on there. Uh, Join yeah, us on our Discord. <laughs> Join us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, all, I... it's all in there. Yeah, We'll tell you what an AoE is and not yell at you when you stand in it. <laughs> <laughs> even outside of that, like even outside of that there's always that point too and we'll probably get into this more because there's a sure. lot of topics that sort of touch on this right <laughs> the idea of in-game feeling as though you can tell somebody how to do something right you know i think personally we always have to be careful about that because there may be people where if you can find the right way to approach them are amenable so sort of like we were talking about what are those transitionary phrases that you can use? You know, maybe you're going to say like, oh, hey, I DPS all the time. I had a really hard time with this guy too, which mm -hmm. automatically makes it seem like, hey, we're buddies. I know what's going on. You know, you, this might make it a little bit easier rather than me just saying like, hey, Dragoon, you suck a lot. <laughs> like, that's terrible. And but how do I like hear it? Like. No one wants to hear that, but if you can kind of, you know, turn it around, maybe you can mm -hmm. find a way where that I feel person is personally like personally attacked right now. <laughs> I, but like maybe hey fusion. Yes, suck. No, I'm kidding. Um, but it's like that nobody <laughs> likes that. Someone's gonna clip Did that. you I like mean, me? No. No one likes the, it. You're the floor stereotype, let's be honest. <laughs> but it's one of those things where I think a lot of times we get in our own heads as veteran players and we forget mm -hmm. that especially oh, yeah. in this context in context, new players, right? that there are ways to approach them. But you may still encounter somebody who says, no, I don't want you to tell me that. And Zanidra, yeah, I think you brought up mm -hmm. a great point where I think at that point, maybe their etiquette's not so great because they're being a little rude, but it could also just be that they are self-conscious, that they're nervous, that they are flustered, that they've never played mm -hmm. this kind of game before, but they don't like feeling like an idiot. And so they just want to figure it out themselves. And I know that when I started MMOs, my beautiful husband, would constantly try to give me never-ending advice about the MMO oh that I was God, playing. Duh. It was just like, it was non-stop. We're in dungeons, and he's like, mm, yeah, I see that you uh, hotted uh, four of the party members. You don't really need to do that. And I was like, you don't really need to tell me how to play my game. You know, like, <laughs> because I wanted to sort of figure those things out myself. Yeah. And yeah. so I think there does come a time where if a player says like, 
I do not want this and this is uh, stop it just stop it we have to mm -hmm. as players not be offended by that and just go yeah. maybe they just need to take their own journey through this dungeon right yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. and I think too right if, if there are people listening that are like that that don't want help that's fine <laughs> But yeah. also, please consider that this is a game you play with other people. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, yes, yes. You know, this, this, yes, Shadowbringers was a wonderful single-player Final Fantasy story, <laughs> but this is an yeah. MMO. Yeah. Um, At least consider uh, looking the stuff up yourself at our <laughs> yeah. wonderful wiki, etc. Mm. Wiki's yeah. huge. Wiki's huge. Mm -hmm. There are. Which kind of? Oh my gosh. I'm glad I'm not everywhere. the only person, though. Like, for for a while, it, it didn't mm -hmm. happen a whole lot because uh, my husband and I just generally aren't interested in the same MMO. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> over the small spans of time where we did play the same one, he tried to be so helpful. He would even say it in a nice way. And I'm just like, screw off. <laughs> I can do this myself. Yeah. I mean, and it's not that I didn't learn anything. I mean, I'm sure, Zen, you're the same. Like, you learn things, and it's great to get that advice sometimes. But sometimes you just need to put the logic together for yourself as a player. And somebody can tell you the same thing 50 million times. Yeah. But either you don't understand the language, or it just doesn't mm -hmm. click for you, or whatever it is. Especially or you know. When you're you you, know. Know. you already know. know it. And you're like, yeah. I'm just going to do that in the next five seconds. But now I feel like I can't because you told me to do it. Yeah, oh. now don't want to. Yeah. I but this is that that was that was to to make myself look a little better after that. Okay. That was that was me. That was me ten years ago. Sure. Now now if somebody's like, you need to do blah, and I'm like, I know I need to do blah, I was gonna do it in five seconds, I will actually still do yes. it. Yeah. That yes. was that that that's been me this past week playing Death Stranding with my wife. It's like, hey, mm -hmm. we should probably build a bridge over what do you think I'm doing? <laughs> Yeah, and sometimes maybe you just make a mistake, but that's all somebody sees. Mm -hmm. So it's usually good, I think, on both sides, right? To not I'm only sure. have a spirit of openness, and that's something mm -hmm. that I really had to work on because I was self-conscious because he was an MMO veteran, and I was brand new to them, but I was a veteran gamer. So it was a mm -hmm. new thing for me transitioning sure. into MMOs. So like you have to also be open and not snap if you're you know somebody who's receiving advice. And you need to also be really conscious about the way you're giving advice and how it's being received. You know, it's it's both sides when you're trying to talk to somebody about improving gameplay, right? And mm -hmm. being careful to say, like, you aren't doing this right. And instead saying, how can we together figure this out? Mm -hmm. but yeah. or, yeah. or, uh, on, the, on the flip side, yes, it is embarrassing if you get called out for something. But push that embarrassment away. Like, that person probably wasn't trying to embarrass you if they're offering you help they're just trying to make everything go better teach you something so if you can just push that embarrassment out of your mind and think about what they're actually saying to you yeah. it could be truly helpful advice and then yeah, you yeah. become a better player yeah maybe they teach you something you never knew you know like that's cool <laughs> like some of these abilities have really you know some things that are like counterintuitive like as astrologians uh, like the big dome shield celestial opposition, whatever that is. Is that what it's yes, called? Yes, yes, yeah. Right? I didn't know because I don't play it. Like someone did it and then let it drop. And I was like, aren't they wasting that? Because I don't know how it works. But no, that's how it works. So if someone's like, hey, you don't have to just stand there with that on, you know, right? I would have been like, no, I didn't know I didn't know. know. I had no oh, idea. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like awesome. Even, yeah. even recently uh, when Dancer first came out and I was leveling it, uh, the tooltip isn't very clear that when you execute the dance, you're going to do a butt ton of damage. 
So yeah. I wasn't yeah. necessarily always next to the mob when I was finishing my dance. It took, and somebody, it took time to figure that out, too. I'm like, yeah, oh, I somebody in a dungeon in uh, Heaven on High with me was like, hey, did you know this? And I was, I was embarrassed, but I didn't know. And mm -hmm. that's a huge amount of damage. It was really good advice. So yeah. up, no, I didn't know. Thank you. Right. Yeah, and this yeah. was this was after or while I was also leveling my machinist because I had the same thing. And it's like when you find that out, this is like drill level damage. You're just like, and you're like, this is oh. amazing. Everything's dead now. Why was I screwing this up? Right. Thank you, Rando. Yeah. Right. That is our first uh, topic. We're not. I thought that was our first. Topic. Let's let's so let's 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 scroll down a little bit. Um, so we're talking about just helping people right that may be struggling or sure. maybe don't know certain content well what do you do when you have the one guy in we'll just say the copied factory again it's new and it happens mm -hmm. that's just like you are all stupid none of you know how to play mm -hmm. this is the worst group i've ever been in do you just not boat kick for harassment what do you what do you do i don't care <laughs> like for, <laughs> that's that's the thing like we're talking about giving advice yeah. and to be honest i don't like like that they're not doing well and we die a couple of times i'm i'm mm -hmm. here for that that's fine and if you ask i'll help but otherwise i just don't engage now i know that that's counterintuitive to what we just said but i know that there's people out there who are like well, i don't want to tell them what to do you know like even well, if you're that's coming fine down, there's but, nothing wrong with that i, I think right. i think actually for like there's there's no right answer right but i think in this sure, case of course not engaging probably is the right answer sure <laughs> like well, yeah yeah. The only For way me, that you really combat depends. that is to yeah. also yell at him, and it's just it's a, it no, turns into a no. shouting match, and yeah. that's, no. that's I mean, people... maybe defend somebody like if they're specifically picking on somebody, you know, sure. maybe come to that person's defense. Uh, mostly, just ignore him, and if you have the option to kick him, kick him. Yeah. Yeah, we usually. I mean, typically, I will just do that. I'll be like, everybody, please stop arguing. <laughs> like, okay. just report and move on. There was right. one time, I'm trying to remember, it was not too long ago that we had, oh my gosh, I don't even, it was a co-healer, I think they were a co-white mage, and it was back in Stormblood, and it was during, I think it was uh, Omega Normal, and I have never, like, I have never had somebody who was just riding the salt train into oblivion, like this person, like, it was not at all called for, and they were just losing their minds on everybody the whole instant. And we kept being like, I was like, all right, let's just, everybody stay calm. Let's reset. Let's just get through it. Let's just get through it. And this person was throwing a temper tantrum. Like, mm -hmm. they refused to move. They weren't going to do it. If this pull didn't do it, they were going to stand in the corner, and they were just yelling at everybody. And at that point, I was going okay, yes, this is definitely a vote kick. You know, if you can't just get through this instance, either leave or somebody will vote kick you. And that's, mm -hmm. I'm curious about how you guys handle this because this is an interesting thing, right? Um, I'll always report if somebody's like this because I'll just say, you know, don't feed into it. I've seen this drag sure. out. Um, sure. You know, maybe we'll vote kick. But how does everybody here feel about that situation where you end up in that ultimatum stare down where it is, I'm not going to leave because I don't want the penalty. Vote kick me. And you're sitting mm. there staring them in the eye. Oh, those people. <laughs> yeah. I, okay, bye. Usually, usually if if there are people that do that, like, well, then, you know, vote kick me. I'll be like, you okay. know what? You want to play this dance? I'll AFK too. 
Let's go. Like, I'll waste your time, too. I'll just go right back at him. I don't care. I can run this stuff whenever I want. I work from home during the week. This isn't going to impact me. Yeah, you want to test me? Let's go. Let's do it. I mean, nah. yeah, it's kind of hard not to go tit for tat for those sorts of things. Like, oh, I'll show yeah. you. Like, I don't know. I mean, you know, vote kick them, I guess. It, I, I haven't really had that happen very often. That's really? probably what I would do. Yeah, it's, no. it's rare, oh. but it, it, it I've does had it happen. happen a bunch, actually, weirdly mm. enough. I usually so sorry. I know, yeah, it's super strange. Uh, usually in the situations, I'll just say, like, well, you can leave. Yeah, or I've, we'll just try to get it. through it. And, you know, we'll try. But if it's one of those things where you're in a smaller instance and you have yes. to have that party member. Mm. I mean, at that point, I think for just the convenience of everybody, you know, you just kind of eat your own pride and you just you'll vote kick them. But it is just I, it's really unfortunate, really bad etiquette overall. Don't ever be yeah. that person. <laughs> Sure. For me, it's yeah. not a an eat your pride thing. Like if they're if they're like, I'm not gonna leave. Vote kick me. Okay, bye. Like yeah. I, you're wasting mm. my time, and I can I can undo your existence. Goodbye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ex- exit. <laughs> yeah. Um, Zen's not just it, gonna vote kick you. She's gonna unravel your existence in Final yeah. Fantasy fourteen. For she's like, you want to be vote kick? Let me go get all of my infinity stones, and we'll just <laughs> and you're gone. Right. Yep. Goodbye, peasants. <laughs> no. Uh, and there's there's an option too. Let me add. Uh, anybody you've been in a party with, I mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly where it is right now, but it'll it'll give you the list of people, and you can go yeah. and you can blacklist that person. You will never ever After ever fact, ever yeah. ever hear them again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Reporting blacklisting, and I think a lot of people yeah. assume that reporting doesn't. It's just not worth it. And to be fair, fourteen makes yeah. it very annoying to report somebody. RMT, it's super easy. You just right-click, you just report for RMT. But if you are trying to report a player, you have to go into it, find the person, submit mm-hmm. the ticket, do the report. Like, And because of that, I think that people are a lot of times turned off from it. But I will always just tell people, I know I've been in a lot of 24-mans where for whatever reason there's some person that's trolling or is being really rude sure. and everybody's yeah. just arguing with them. And it is one of those things where I'm like, if we just all, instead of arguing and everybody imploding and half of the alliance leaving, like, if we just all sat here for one minute and submitted a report mm-hmm. and documented exactly what had happened. 23 other people. <laughs> yeah. Then we're fine. Like, gone from existence for real. Yeah. And doubly so for mentors, you know, people all the time say like mentors get away with everything. They won't if you report them and you really detail what yeah. happened. Exactly. So you, I mean, we don't need that energy in the community. And there are definitely times that you should report. And I think it saves everybody a lot of just etiquette faux pas right. across the board. If you just mm-hmm. handle it cleanly, professionally, vote kick if you need to vote kick, do the report and you're done. Don't engage. Just I use a... the limited tools that we have. But use yeah. Them. yeah, I have a funny vote kick story. <laughs> it was it was a, a labyrinth of the ancients, I believe. Do you know the story, Charles? I think I would say yeah. <laughs> All right. So we had yeah, a jerk. He's like in our I party. lived this story. Yes, yeah, we I had we had a we had a jerk in our party. So yep. we kicked him, and he queued in progress and popped right back into our yep. party. Right back three, in. Oh my gosh! Three times. Possible. Yeah. Three times. So we, we gave up. I I've what? seen How? that at least happen once. Yeah. For one rejoin, and it's and like, he's well, like. The person comes back he's and he's back. just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Everybody's like, mad. Really? he totally got it. He was like, yeah, well, I mean, I guess that sucks. Booted him again. Hi, guys. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. If you get vote kicked, <laughs> it feels like you should be locked out of rejoining that instance of that content. Yeah. But let alone that party. Jesus. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. It was it was insanity. Three times. These, these names on my party list feel familiar. <laughs> you guys are also where my last group was. Weren't... Do you remember me? <laughs> were they a, wish they I were I a tank or a healer, if I remember correctly? Right? I there don't know. I think so, and that's why they, <laughs> I mean, they, they kept coming back to the exact same spot, of course. And so it was like same party. I thought they were same a monk. People. Oh, were they? I don't even remember. I don't. I don't. Remember, but... <laughs> Here's, I, just, I guess yeah. an Stunned. extension of that. If you have encountered a player who's like that, right, and for whatever reason their name is memorable, and for whatever reason you didn't blacklist them, hmm. and then like a week later that same player shows up in your instance, mm -hmm. do you? treat them in a way that addresses that last encounter you had with them or do you just start fresh clean slate i would be more impressed that you recognized any I, like when i go into like a raid <laughs> i don't look at people's names like i'm just I'm like whatever i'm on autopilot right like i don't need to talk to these people we all that. know how to play <laughs> <laughs> i'll admit it like yoshida has talked about it he's like i go into a party nobody says hello that's, That's the so reality. I always say hi. See, say hi. I, I, I don't say hi. I do the, the the slash. I'll do the slash. I mean, that's something. Yeah. I always even, say hi. Even yeah. then, I'm not like I'm not like looking through like all the party lists. Be like, do I know anybody? Like, I just. That's so funny to me because I, I kind of feel like I'm generally the same unless it's somebody that's really memorable. Right. But I have played with a bunch of people recently where they I don't know if it's because of the way that they're socially connected into the game but they keep a running catalog. And I see this a lot mm. in party finders where, you know, oh, isn't that the samurai that joined us last week and he was just garbage and he ran into that puddle and died and, you know, and I'm sitting there wow. going, I don't even remember what I did last week. How do you, yeah. do you Yeah, guys I don't understand how people can remember <laughs> things like that. It's crazy. If the person was awful <laughs> enough, I'll, I'll remember some semblance of the name. Sure, I mean. Yeah. And, and I won't. You, I you won't like familiar. be out to get them. I'm not like yeah. that's the guy, kick him again. But <laughs> uh, I might like if they die and I'm healing, for example. Oops, forgot to raise you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I usually go clean slate unless that's, it was something about as petty so as I'll get, though. Yeah. Or if they stand in something, oh, I don't really have time to heal you. That's your fault. <laughs> Sorry, I took a step to the left and you were out of range. <laughs> yep, that's a shame. Whoops. But only if they were really terrible, and I remember them, and I'm feeling petty that day. <laughs> Otherwise, I just wanna, I just wanna it's, get through. It's also interesting yeah. too. Like we're talking about puddles, and it, it, it reminded me of a, a fight. Um, there, there's always like, it, I feel like this happens more so than not, where you get into like a, a party finder, like an eight man bit of content, mm -hmm. and it's always the person that's complaining about how other, how badly other people are doing. They're the person that's like getting hit by everything and like Oh, sure. It's so weird to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. Take then they get a break. Break at the end. Take yeah. a break. In a, in a copy factory. <laughs> get, take uh, a nap my <laughs> my group had a bad time on the first fight in Copy Factory uh, mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago. Uh Team B, I recall, because afterwards somebody oh. from Team C was like making fun of Team B. Sure. Like, good job, you guys. Our, how do you Man. feel up on our shoulders type deal? And then uh, mm -hmm. the next fight, uh, what's his face? Hobbs. Hobbs, yeah. We were, mm -hmm. we were the only complete party. 
at the end. Most of them, the rest of them, were half dead, and it was oh, it was so tempting. So <laughs> you just sit, you just right. sitting there like, my, how the tables have turned. Did you, <laughs> Literally, did you want to the say turning this time, friend. Your unnecessary rude compliment from earlier makes you look like a jackass. <laughs> I just, uh, I don't know. I, 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 I love MMOs, and I've played MMOs forever. That it feels that way. However, like I don't, I don't give advice unless someone specifically asks me. People are angry. Mm-hmm. So what? You don't, you won't exist when I leave this dungeon. You literally won't exist to me. Like, yeah. why get mad about it? You know, it's, like that's such just a, how I've been. You know, it's it's like what I was saying with like the you know looking at the party names and stuff like that. It's such like a a, a passive friendship, right? It's just like mm. hi everybody, we're all here. We're just gonna go in. We're gonna do the thing, and yeah. we might see each other again. I won't remember. Hey, if we have fun, that'd be cool. Like if we're joking yeah. and then going through and having a good sure. time, then I'll remember you. That's fun. You know. And then but... and then and then somebody will speak up and be like, "You guys could be like hitting your keys and not, you know, be doing optimal DPS. <laughs> Why are you chatting? How dare you?" <laughs> That's fine too. I have one second to type between these keys. You shush. <laughs> there you go. No, I, I like... totally get that that <laughs> yeah. perspective. Like especially, well, not especially, but pretty much only if somebody is dying because of it they're like oh i'm i'm having a fun super conversation and i just stood in three puddles and now i'm dead it's like well i had that issue yesterday perhaps only do one as soon as i entered copied factory i had uh some people i'd like message earlier got back to me and i'm like oh all right so it's like between polls i'm like typing parts of a sentence like occasionally like try to tab over finish a little bit more tab over like like i have a bit of advice for you i'll send you a full message at some point uh, Discord on your phone. Talk at your phone. <laughs> yeah, you could. It's fair. It's a solid. I have absolutely done that. That's all. Only <laughs> yeah. Like this is important, and I have a terrible memory. And if I don't get it out now, I will forget. Playing the game, hitting a couple of buttons on my phone. It's recording. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> yep. That's my life, apparently. Phil hmm. walks by. He's like busy today, huh? <laughs> I mean, it's it's usually to him. Oh well, then there you go. Okay. Um, At least my priorities are straight, right? <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see. That was. Is that the whole salt ever? Did we not? <laughs> I mean, we, I think no, we jumped salt, around. Salt so is much. salt is never appropriate. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, yes. It, get. I mean, if you're angry, you're angry. But realize that if somebody is doing this to you, they're probably not worth your time. Yeah. Uh, report, move on. It falls back into that category of the like the idea of what you're doing this wrong or right. You know, I think sure. that there's a lot of times where I've seen people behave egregiously and then be like, well, that person was bringing the group down or they, their DPS wasn't good or they died every time. So it was fine that I was so rude Justified. to them. Yeah. Yeah. And every I time I'm just that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, why are you doing that? I don't think it's ever okay to be salty or throw these things around. I mean, just like we were talking about earlier, it is a collaborative game. Mm-hmm. And it is a game that you play with a group. And no matter what the precedent of the community's expectations or veterans' expectations yeah. or hardcore player expectations or whatever subsect you're a part of or you normally run with, if you go into anything with a group, I think you have to all work together to 
do the thing together. And I mean, mm -hmm. if your group can't do speed runs, if your healer, you know, can't really juggle stuff, but can keep you alive if you do small pulls, if, you yeah. know, whatever it is, or if you have somebody that can improve, I mean, I think you just have to go at the pace of the group and figure that out. And if you're mm -hmm. trying to do something that is more difficult, and you are being set back because somebody doesn't know what, you know, they've joined a party finder, for example, and they they didn't read it and they're not actually at the phase, right? Then you can just, again, cut them out clean and just say like, hey, I really appreciate that you came and I'm sorry to remove you, but you know, we've done it a bunch of times. And um, I think maybe, you know, like there may be some more troubleshooting that needs to happen in this phase for you. So like, I, I hate to do this, but I'm gonna, you know, try and replace or you know, just anything that isn't like you suck and I hate you and you're, you're dumb and disgusting. Yeah. And I can't believe you exist on this earth. Also leave. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's being, giving that kind of negativity, negativity in return is never going to end well. Like, like if, if your instance is a pretzel and there's salt on the pretzel, don't oversalt your pretzel. Right. Right. Like <laughs> just, okay. Just let it, let it go. Address it. How, you know, best you can without stirring up more and just mm -hmm. move on, get yourself some mustard, have a good pretzel. Yeah. I was thinking cheese. 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 I mean, now yeah. I want a pretzel and beer cheese. Oh right. man. I yes, mean like please. cheese, cheese would be like jokes playing around. Right. So the oh, metaphor continues. Oh, okay. Yeah. But now I really do want pretzel. Beer, beer cheese is, is just, party finder nights with the fc then yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay pretzel metaphors that's what you came all right for. right <laughs> that's the episode name right there pretzel metaphors yeah. um all right so um <coughs> moving down a little bit um what do you guys think about uh party finders that have discord required why not yeah. What if I what if I play on PS4? Yeah, Discord yeah. on your phone. What if I don't have a smartphone? Uh, just tell what them if, you can't. What if I'm the one the one kid on the block that doesn't have a smartphone in 2019? What if I still have my old giant phone Discord, from like 1991? Discord makes it run smoother. It makes it run more efficient. Really? It does. I will play uh, devil's advocate off of this. Do it. Do it. In that, I have had. Discord required parties where yes, mm -hmm. Discord, you've got somebody in there who's doing the calls and they're really nailing it and it's great. Sure. And then I've had Discord required parties where I ended up in some kind of bizarre parallel dimension. Yeah. It's a group of like really weird, vaguely incestuous vibing people who are saying like really weird, really creepy stuff to each other. And just like, like, and I'm sitting there in the background going, did I have to be here for this? Is anybody <laughs> doing calls? Why are those two just like saying weird stuff to each other this whole time? <laughs> like right. it's really weird. And it's, I, I personally, personally for me, I'm going, if the party needs vocal communication and if it is a hard fight and it goes smoother because of that, great. But if, you know, somebody knows what they're doing, and they're fine and they're comfortable and they know the fight well enough that they can mm -hmm. just go to their place and execute it. For me, I'm like, you don't have to be in here if you don't want to be. It's not a yeah, problem I'll, for me. I'll agree with that. Mm -hmm. if, if, yeah. if you're, especially if it's a learning party, I, I think that Discord is just going to make it go more smoothly. But if it's, if it's especially if it's old content, if it's content mm -hmm. that you've done for three months yeah. and you're completely, you don't need calls, you're totally fine. I also, I also think it's important to... Um, to distinguish right if you're if you, if you are setting up a party and you're like i want people to be able to hear calls 
say it's okay. You don't need a mic, right? Just be like, I'm doing calls. You need a speaker. You yeah. know, you're not yeah. expected yeah. to talk with us. I just, you need to be able to hear. And I think sure. that's also an important distinction too, because you have a lot of people too that maybe are a little nervous about joining party finders, right? It's kind of mm-hmm. they haven't done with people they don't know. Um, so it could be, you know, it's uncomfortable to jump on a Discord like that. Just be clear with, yeah. with what the Discord is for. And mm-hmm. I think that will, you know, help. I'm sorry you. that happened to you. I think my weirdest Discord uh, adventure was <laughs> I, I got in there. Not Nothing against dudes, but they were all dudes. And they mm-hmm. all sounded the same. Every single one of their voices <laughs> was the same. Oh my god, then you're not alone. Oh my gosh, I feel so bad. Sometimes I go in and and I won't have any idea who's talking and I'll say something and one of them's like, uh, no, that was me. And then the other one's like, yeah, that was obviously, that was obviously Phil. Obviously. Don't know your voices, you all sound the same. It's like, you're all randos to me and you all talk in almost the exact same way. I I don't know which one is which, I'm sorry. It's so strange to me because it it dawned on me as we were talking about this that I've never been in a party finder that wasn't people that I know ever. Mm, I've never used party finder for any content because I have a static and then a big FC. That's that's my thing where it's I'm one of those people I rarely just join a party finder. Like I I finally got into it a little bit once the the books came out at the end of Heaven's Word. Right. Right. and like the extremes from 2.0 were like super sure. easy. Then mm-hmm. I was like, okay, sure. But generally, mm-hmm. like, if I don't have friends that are wanting to run content, I just don't run it because I don't, I'm not comfortable just mm-hmm. running it with people that I don't know. Oh, see, I, I, it's funny. I like running with people that I know, but more and more in the past year, and maybe mm-hmm. it's just because I play with a lot of people like a lot of the time between, right. mm-hmm. you know, live streaming and doing a lot of stuff with the, you know, my community or with, you know, mm-hmm. extended communities that I'm a part of. I almost like treasure those periods now where I can go in with a group of people that I know literally nothing about and sure. just mm-hmm. have this like completely who knows RNG experience mm-hmm. where sure. I'm just like, let's see what happens. And I like go in. And I think, too, it's just because I also just love kind of interacting with people and, like, getting to, you know, sort of get a glimpse of people. So I, like, for a long time went into a bunch of party finders for all kinds of, like, mm-hmm. endgame content and trials <laughs> and X release and, like, all sorts of things because I was just curious. And I feel like I've just seen – I've been put through the ringer of Discord right. because – there have been times where it's great, but even if you get into like a Discord call, this is, I guess, another component of this. I feel like there's an etiquette in the game for one just saying like, you know, you have to do this or not. And like Fusion brought up, you know, some people don't have it. They don't have it easily accessible. It's not on their phone. Mm-hmm. They've never used Discord, all that stuff, right? But then in addition to that, there's an etiquette when you're on Discord. Like, sure. don't eat your chips directly <laughs> no. into the microphone right. over the person yeah. who's doing calls. Don't sit two inches from your microphone and just go like into the microphone the whole time. Don't scream in the middle of a pull. Don't like, like there's all this stuff where if I join a discord, the best discord calls I've ever been a part of, we get in there and everybody's like, hey, welcome. Nobody's weird about hearing ladies' voices. Nobody's oh, weird girl. about like, oh. like, girl. like everybody's chill. Everybody's cool. And then somebody's that like, That still hey. happens in this day and age. <laughs> yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. And like everybody's quiet and it's fine. And then like the person is like, all right, let's do this. What are the calls? What are our positionals? And people respond. 
And I think nothing drives me crazier when I get into one of those fights than like somebody, you know, they insist we've got Discord, everybody's in Discord, everybody's there listening, and somebody's like, mm -hmm. take your cardinal direction around the marker. And there's one person standing there and everybody else is like halfway across the arena staring into the abyss. And they're like, take, can you take, can you take, can you take your positions around the marker? And everybody's just staring off. And then you do the poll and nobody goes to the positions. Everybody dies. And it's like, like, Thanks. it's funny because there's so yeah. much that goes into it just from an, an actual audio quality, but also from the quality of people listening. So mm -hmm. I think. Or just the attention of people listening, right. if that makes sense. So yeah. for me, it's like Discord can be a great tool, but it doesn't yes. always mean that it's going to be successful for every group, is the summary. Yes, exactly. Also, also don't have voice activation if you have a mechanical keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. One of, one of my favorite videos, I retweeted this a few weeks ago when Hades EX was, was brand new, of the, the active time event phase. Oh, yeah. And it's just this, this group, and all of a sudden you just hear... <laughs> They're all just like, what the hell? <laughs> it was great. Uh, don't be that person. Uh, yeah. Get an MMO <laughs> mouse, because I don't even think about it. I just go, uh, move my thumb like two, yeah, just, maybe maybe half an inch, and I'm out of the stupid thing. So, yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just put your head you know, right in the middle there where you're accessible to like six buttons and just wiggle your finger, just, and you're done. And you're done. That's it. You're good to go. <laughs> and it's gone. All right. Yep. Um, let's see. Um, what else? You want to pick and choose from? Yeah, there's so many. There's so yes. many etiquette topics. There's going to be a part touch. two, definitely. <laughs> we'll have to touch base on more. Yeah. Uh, let's see. That would take forever to talk about. <laughs> We're uh, scrolling through the list right now. I'm like, yeah, we have we have this. List. We're on a time constraint today, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Is it okay to bail on yeah. something? I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Of course, as everything else, it depends on the situation. Sure. Uh, sure. And as if the people are being, if the people have been fine, the thing is going fine, but you have to go, just tell them, ex explain and, and be like, I'm really sorry. I, I have to go. Give them yeah, an excuse I if you want or just leave. I mean, there have been times, I mean, where I'll be doing something, right? And it's like, mm -hmm. I've got maybe an hour, right? And we're into like our fourth try of beating whatever. I'll just drop, right? I'm like, you know, if we tried. You're a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no, I'll be like, no. If you have to go, at least tell them you have to go. Yeah. Probably like, I'm really sorry. Uh, especially if you know you have a time constraint. I only have an hour. Uh, maybe Sorry, give I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting us to take an hour to fight this one no, thing. No, don't say it like that. That's not nice. <laughs> That's bad etiquette. Bad etiquette. Yeah. No, be like, hey, you know, I only have an hour. If we can get this done, that'd be great. When you get towards the end of your of your time allotment, be like, hey, I only have like right. twenty minutes left. Yeah, do, really do, do what do what they say, not what I do. Is well, the... No, but Fusion, I agree with you in the sense yeah. that yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that everybody's time is valuable, but that also mm -hmm. includes your own. And that yeah. took me a long time to figure out, right? Mm -hmm. I still don't like to bail on things if, if you know, there's no reason for me to, you know, maybe mm -hmm. I get into something and the team's yeah. really struggling. And I'm like, hey, even if one lockout is going to be not exactly what I wanted to do today, uh, maybe mm -hmm. we can still help mm -hmm. people learn and see a new phase of the fight. And that's great if I've got the time. Yeah. But there have been times lately where I'm going, I have one hour and I just need to get these things done, like you said. And 
I think that yeah, if you can make a graceful exit and you know boogie oh, yeah. out, that's fine. Be, if be you just as graceful as you can, yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. but I mean, if you just leave too, it's while it may not be the most polite, it's also not like you're going out of your way yes. to be like this whole instant smells like farts and then you just bail, you know? <laughs> exactly. Like it's just. <laughs> Sometimes like, being neutral is okay. Everyone's yeah, like, what like, technology are you using? And I think <laughs> that it's not unexpected, especially if there have been a lot of failed attempts at something, sure. you know, sure. like maybe it's not the greatest, especially, especially if you went into a party that is like a learning party and there is a mm-hmm. note on it mm-hmm. that says, be prepared to wipe, please no salt. And then you have one wipe and somebody leaves like that's I love when that happens. Yeah. I'm like, really? <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, can't believe so people silly. at a learning party are learning. How, <laughs> yeah. I'm out of here. Oh, I think know. one of the examples that I had thought about with this, and I'm going to open it up to all of you, was the idea of, because I was just talking about this the other day with somebody, the idea of if you are a mentor and you go into a hmm. mentor roulette and you know that on that roulette list, extreme primals are on the list yeah. and you get into it with a party full of sprouts who, as mm-hmm. sprouts do, didn't realize that you need to go to Party Finder for a synced, you know, version of this yeah. fight. Is it impolite to leave them, hmm. or should you stay in the instance and try to help them learn as much of the fight as you can as a mentor? Are you in my head? Like, are you in my life? <laughs> uh, I've I've told this story before, but I went into a mentor roulette and got Shiva, and it took mm-hmm. us until. I think it was either like 10 seconds or 60 seconds before the fight was over to clear it. Mm. I was in there the whole time, but yeah. I went as a mentor. So I stayed. Yeah. It's, it's it was me as a healer yeah. and a tank. And we were mm-hmm. the only ones to do the fight. Everyone else was a sprout. And that was a time. But I went as a mentor. So. Yeah. yeah I mean, don't you for mentor roulette if you know, you're we, not going to be yeah. a be be in that mindset right exactly you're there to teach people you signed up for it you press that button and you know talking about time constraints too like it's it's one of those things right if you have an hour realistically yeah you could probably queue up for dungeon get it done yeah you're fine but there's always gonna be that time too where it's like oh i'm gonna do do this real quick oh the queue is 25 minutes yeah okay and then you still get in there anyway you're just like looking at the clock and you're running and you're like "Mm, i don't know about this this it's a bit of a bad idea yeah, you know, we've, we've all it done happens. that at some point. It happens. Know? Oh, yeah. But that's oh, not yeah. the other people's fault at that point now. Yeah, and I mean, the game doesn't really tell anybody. I mean, you queue in for hard mode. You queue in for all the other ones. So I usually, I'm, I'm on the same page with you, Zen, I think. Are you in my mind? Because I, <laughs> I feel that, like, if you're going in as a responsibility to teach people and Square Enix feels that those need to be on that roulette, then you have to just be ready. So I usually try to budget. I'm like, this could either take us two seconds because we got Cape Westwind, or it could take (laughs) me a full lockout if I go into this mentor, really. And it's amazing, though, because I think I've seen so many people bail on it just time and time and time again. And some of the best experiences that I've had in my, like, mentor, really, have been when I stayed to the bitter end for one of those X Mm -hmm. fights. And just, like, help people get hooked up with guides. And then sure, maybe we clear it, maybe we don't. At the end, I usually say like, hey, just a heads up, mostly people will run these through Party Finder. So if you want to put up a Party Finder, this is how you do it. And this is where, you know, just because I don't want people to have bad experiences, but Mm -hmm. it is kind of strange to me that I think a lot of people 
consider it appropriate to go in and then be like, oh, gross, I got synced X, no. And then they just nah. leave and they feel like that's, a, like a lot of people do feel as though like these shouldn't even be on the roulette. So why would I have to run them? Like, this is ridiculous. You've signed up. These are it. hard. This is, this is what There's a list into. of everything. There is a if list. You're, whatever <laughs> you're queuing into, look at the list, be like, what's the yeah. worst thing that I could get queued into? And, and expect that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then you get Cape West winning and it's like you won the lottery. Oh, yes, exactly. <laughs> that's so great. Um, you remember people could... going into Steps of Faith? Oh, boy. Oh, and being like, nope, God. don't want this. Even, yeah. even after the nerf, people are like, holy crap, Steps of Faith, I'm so, out. So it wasn't but bad enough easy. that, you, no that you had to wait for the initial queue. You then had to wait for finding additional party members. Yes. Because yeah, there would always be people that left as soon as they queued in. They're like, oh, mm -hmm. you guys have a great day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of here. I just, I just, I, I, I literally can't. Yeah. <laughs> Um, just hit them with a meme, and then you get out. But yeah, so that's that's just tip of the iceberg on, on etiquette. There's so many yes. different things we could talk oh, about. Um, of course, if you guys are, are, are listening, if, if there's specific scenarios you want to know about, feel free to, to shoot us a message, yeah. and we can address those. Um, but I'm sure we'll, we'll come back to this at some point. Um, yeah. Real quick, we did have an email last week. We weren't able to get to it because we had a lot of stuff to talk about last week. Um, but we wanted to uh, follow up uh, with another email from our buddy Paul. Hey, Paul! Hey, hey Paul. guys. And in case you guys don't remember Paul, he's the, <laughs> parentheses, the dude who emailed you two months ago about just starting up. Uh, figured I'd give you guys a check-in. Uh, as of three hours ago, I finished Stormblood. I'm about to start the post-Stormblood stuff. Uh, that story could be better. <laughs> Double Rebellion yes. is kind Truth. of boring. <laughs> Truth. You don't realize how bad Stormblood was until you play Shadowbringers. Yeah. Right? Like, I feel like, like okay, this is all right. Let's not, like, say, is... let's not say bad. It's yeah. just not there as There were good. high points. There were high points. points. Yeah. I think Azim's step is a really strong zone Same. in It's not Stormblood. stepping on a Lego, but it's not eating cheesecake. <laughs> oh, my right. God. Somewhere on the spectrum. What a rage. <laughs> That's a perfect range. I love it. I what love it, it. What if it's a Lego cheesecake or a cheesecake styled to look like a Lego? Oh. Don't yes. step on that. Okay. Yeah. Next week on Eighth Right Radio. <laughs> I would, well, I'll take that. If it was a, a cheesecake that looked like a Lego, I would step on it with my mouth. Yes. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Just, oops, I tripped. Oh, why Eight is it on the floor? I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Do you not just set food on the floor where you live? I just... <laughs> no, not here, no. Do you want ants? Because this is how we get ants. Um, yes! <laughs> anyway, uh, the bountiful throwbacks to all the people I ran into that are part of Giravani was nice, though. Uh, Heaven's Word was a top-notch story. Yes. Uh, Shadowbringers is going to have a hard time being the better story. Oh, you are in for a treat. Oh, I just... Yeah. You oh, are I'm a child. Oh, for a please follow up. Treat. Please email um, us again. Yeah, that. ready yes. for your ready for your uh, talking about uh, Shadowbringers, buddy. Right. <laughs> it's just uh, gonna be a real. whole a whole yes. letter that's like, so oh, face. <laughs> Can't believe that was a sentence that I wrote in my last email. I apologize. <laughs> um, now he says, uh, now my question, to you guys, as I've been lovely enough, I've unlocked a tremendous amount of content that has uh, just been walked past without exploring because. Um, you know, he's got MSQ, Beast Tribes, Squadron NPCs, Expeditions, <laughs> PvP, Extremes, uh, all the ballots of the Extreme Fights, um, Gold Saucer, Housing, Crafting. Um, what are the draws to all of these things? 
if you could give us my opinion a rando who walked me through uh binding coil uh which is a wild amount of lore that's going to be missed by starting players since there's no cue for it uh yes. just told me that it was glamorous mm. <laughs> and i'd be naturally bummed if that's all it boils down to stab me in the heart with that sentence substance yeah. Uh, do you guys have a bias towards uh, when you log? Or what do you guys have a bias towards when you log in? Mm-hmm. Uh, I assume when the MSQ ends, all the duty roll bonuses are done and you do something else. Thanks again for having a fantastic show and giving me something to look forward to uh, out of the game with the show and in-game with the excitement for the game. Uh, P.S. Mm-hmm. What's up with the weird uh, affection with Lollafels? Uh, I play a little Summoner Scholar and I get weird tells all the time. Being called adorable. Um, not to mention constantly being called a potato is odd. That's the thing. Just... People call Lollafell's potatoes. I don't it's get a little, I little don't, around. I don't get the Lollafell thing. I don't get the Lollafell thing. They're cute. They're adorable. They're tiny. They're little. They're cute. Yeah. I mean, you don't get the Lollafell thing. I, like, yeah. if I play a, We gotta like, get around some more Lollafells. If I play a character in a game with, like, mm-hmm. it's such a big emphasis on how you look and the gear, I want to be able to see the gear. I mean, not that, squint that's an... at the gear. Yeah, that's an age-old argument, you know. Like, right. why would I play a troll? I the, can't the see great, the great sword, you know, like, the great sword for like a Lalafell tank is a toothpick, you know. That's cute to too. Yeah, see, they're, I love they're it. They're adorable. Their build is deadly, not cute. Their build can be cute and deadly, son. Yes. Their build is so different that I think it makes certain sets of gear look really good on them yes. that might not look good mm-hmm. on others mm-hmm. and um i mean lalafells i would say are kind of a weird exception in the style of most of the races that we have in final fantasy 14. Sure. so mm-hmm. i mean when you really look at everything else we don't really have another small race everybody else is going to yeah. be essentially humanoid proportions maybe larger size are larger yeah. Yeah. yeah and so yeah. it's one of those yeah. things where i think that Lollafells kind of they kind of get put into that cutesy category alongside things like Moogles yeah. and yeah. you know all of that kind of stuff and so people will also aggressively love them because of that mm-hmm. and aggressively hate them because of oh, that. Oh yes. So the hate is much more than the love. Usually. I think that sometimes people might message you because they want to balance the hate out a little bit like hey mm-hmm. Lollafell you're so cute or there'll be like Lala FCs. Yeah. Um so they're that just is kind thing, of yeah. Yeah. Like they stick out a little bit from the other races, but mm-hmm. I love them. I think they're cute. Yeah. And they're even beyond Lollafells, sometimes if I see somebody who has a particularly nice looking character or, or nice outfit, I'll be like, oh, nice outfit. Not mm-hmm. trying to be a creeper, I, I, just trying to let you right? know you did a I good actually, job. I came back to that um, last week when, when Ishgard stuff was still new. Um, I had AFK'd in the zone before the work happened because that's what you did. Um, yeah. And I came <laughs> back and I just had this towel that was like, I like your name and you look really cool. And I was just like, all right. <laughs> cool. Yay. Um, yeah. As, yeah. as for, for the other question about what we kind of lean yes. towards when we log in, um, right now I'm still finishing up uh, the uh, Pixie Beast Tribe quests. Um, if you, I mean, obviously there's a lot of different Beast Tribes to, to, to mm-hmm. look at if you're, if you know, if you just finished Stormblood and you haven't done any Beast Tribes yet. Um, going forward, I would recommend for lore, uh, I would do Amal Ja. Mm. Do them um, all. Because, well, do them all, right? They're all really, they all have something. And they have the XP. Table, but that's, that's the big thing. Like, yeah. In, use, in terms use them of, for XP in your lower level jobs. At, in, level in them all. Of, and they all have shots. Right. In terms mm-hmm. of like what I think could be interesting going forward. Right. Um, 
Amul Ja specifically do talk a little bit about tempering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a that's big one. True. I think if you really like the lore of Azazla, do the uh, Ixal stuff for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, Pixie, Pixie stuff once you yes. get done with uh, Shadowbringers. Partly because it's the only one you can do, and partly because it actually really ties in well to the MSQ from what I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other yeah. than that, you know, if you log in, I, I hit up Beast Tribes, I'll do Gold Saucer, I'll do my uh, my mini Cact Pot, I'll do the Jumbo Cact Pot if it's like a if it's you know Sunday or Saturday night or Sunday, um, and then you know like like they said the uh, expert, so uh, mm-hmm. daily hunts are a good yeah. way to get XP and currently yeah. nuts. Uh, they do have them for each expansion, and at level they are good for every uh it's, every jump That's leveling. definitely a good idea. Yeah, if if um actually I don't. It's a big remember. big chunk of XP for the time. Yeah, hunts hunts well, actually weren't mentioned in the email, but yeah, it's it's one of these things mm-hmm. where right now um post post MSQ right we're in five point one now things have settled down. I'm working on getting my samurai back up, and I'm working on mm-hmm. getting like my tome weapon for my secondary right. Right. Um, and so it's one of these things like if. I want to level my samurai in a dungeon and not just do it through beast tribe quests for the next few weeks to get to 80. Mm-hmm. Um, doing hunts would be a very good way to spend that time because yeah, you do get a pretty good chunk of XP and you'll get nuts, which don't seem like a lot when it's some of the lower stuff, but I mean, they'll add up eventually. You'll, you'll have a bunch um, and you can get think, songs and you can get minions and there's a mount, yeah, the mount you get yeah. Yeah. I think to sort of like summarize everything I know you asked like what's the draw to all of those things um, what everybody's been saying kind of will bring this all together in sort of various major categories right so any I don't side content say, I don't want to say glamour because he's like <laughs> no look, but that's one thing though right so yeah, all of the side content all yeah. the side content in 14 is going to give you a variety of different rewards right so this could mm-hmm. be experience which helps you level so like everybody was saying about beast tribes, um, if you go in with a character that's sort of of the level around roughly that those beast tribes were, they'll sink to you and you can then get experience for turning those in. Um, outside of experience, you might also get special glamours, rewards, minions from various side content, mm-hmm. those vendors that we talked about with beast tribes mm-hmm. unlock. And if you do the hunts, so hunts if you, I don't know because you may not know, um, hunts mm-hmm. are basically like special target monsters that appear in different areas or can be triggered by various things. So you can join hunt link shells, you can join discords, all sorts of stuff to find those calls and join hunt trains to go around. And then you get a special hunt currency that you can trade in even for like speed boosts and zones, all that stuff, right? So mm-hmm. it could be experience, it could be like cosmetics or special rewards. It could also just be lore. And lore yeah. is a big thing in 14. So like when you're talking about the binding coils, right? At this point, while you can get some nice sort of glamour items from them, the big thing that you're really going to take away from those, and you can solo a lot of them, honestly, if you go in unsynced, is -hmm. that there's massive lore about what happened in the sort of calamity that occurred at the beginning of the game. So, like, if you get to the end of any of the expansions and you're kind of wondering to yourself... What was the whole deal with Bahamut yeah. that everybody kept talking about? Go do yeah, the binding there, coils. There was a video and everything. Like, <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. So, like, there's a lot of content there that they use to fill in the world and story. And even now with Shadowbringers, like, if you haven't done the 24-man Crystal Tower raids that came at the end of ARR, do those ahead of time. Because you actually unlock special dialogue options and context in in the game itself yeah. later in Shadowbringers. Right. So, yeah, my and, usual... And I think- 
that's mm-hmm. that's an important part yeah. because there is i remember um end of heaven's word maybe 3.3.3.4 they had an up when when the patch hit they were like hey by the way if you have beaten coil there will yeah. be different dialogue here and it don't get me wrong it wasn't like earth shatteringly no. different right it was like a one off line but it, the it character recognizes you from something you did prior. Right. It's, yeah. it's one of those things cool. where, I mean, this is why, you know, Koji says each patch has the same amount of text as, like, a Kingdom Hearts game. Because mm-hmm. there are so many variances of, like, if you talk to this one NPC, okay, what else did this NPC do? Was it involved in a crafting quest? Mm-hmm. Was it involved mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. a job quest? Did you do something else with him? There's probably a line in there be like, hey, remember that time we did that? And then they get into what everybody else sees. And there's yeah. there's a lot of different little variances. Right. So there's it's, a it's definitely interesting to be able to do that content prior to some of these things, but mm-hmm. don't feel pressured to as well because it's it's yes. Yeah. Such I'm going to go away. You can still go back, I, and see it later. back to it. I yeah, will say, though, I will say, though, that the Crystal Tower one is really important because yeah, the cutscenes and Shadowbringers. Like, the difference was that my husband had somehow missed finishing the quest for Crystal Tower, and I had done it ages ago, and we played the whole thing together side by side. I was sobbing. His character was like, I don't even know who this person is. And, like, it was, you really, there are some major differences there. So, lore is a big one. But then, when it comes to things like ballads, that's mostly just going to be your own desire to meet challenges, right? And more like, I wanted to talk about, yeah. Older content, um, main, like, if you go in synced, it's going to be a nice challenge, but it's going to be a little bit harder to find groups for some of those harder Mm -hmm. things. Whereas, like, current stuff you can find groups for you know just like that and try to get into it um but really it's i mean it's up to you if you want the full lore experience my advice would be as you go through the portions of the game just like start working on those things do the 24 man do the eight man raid for each different portion um if you can get in there and do it get that lore explore the side quests that are interesting to you and then go through if you want to push to end game everybody's right you can just go do it later but it is nice if you love the story to really explore all of that side content and then kind of see what it offers and if you're not interested then just boogie off and do something else. But I mean, yeah. if you get into it, you're like, oh, this is what Bahamut was about. That can be pretty huge yeah. to the game, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I would I would say like a thousand percent prioritize getting that Crystal Tower raid series yes, done. That's like the first you one. you re- like talking about like, oh, you don't really need to do a lot of stuff to like to change dialogue. This is a big one. This is yeah. gonna help with I mean, not even just for Shadowbringers. Yeah. Or, yeah, not even yeah. In yeah. uh in Stormblood, which like you're already done with, uh there's some stuff about a certain character that helps you with uh, the raid tier uh, mm-hmm. that yeah. mm. would be very confusing if you hadn't yeah, finished you it. Hadn't done Crystal yeah, Tower. And, yeah. but definitely, definitely do Crystal Tower for sure. And but, as a uh, really yeah. quick, a really quick side note, I saw that you said you mentioned in your letter it's a wild amount of lore that's going to be missed by starting players since there's no queue for it. Something that's really big for newer players is that you can actually, if you go into the duty finder and you go up into that little cog wheel that's up in the corny, uh, corner, it's super of it, easy to miss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, like yeah. if you click on that cog wheel and you select the option undersized party, that will let you go into any content that is eligible for that at your current level with your current abilities and run that content. So rather than trying to do a queue for it where you're going to be synced and nobody's going to be queuing for a lot of that older stuff, like with the binding coils, you can do almost all of it mm-hmm. solo if you just go in and you set it for that um, you know, uh, go in with an undersized party. Mm-hmm. Because-
you're going in with all your current gear and abilities and you'll be able to just blow through it you just blow yeah. through yeah um yeah. another another point too um the uh the books what are the books called the the sticker books um oh uh, the uh, actual one yeah wanderers tales um so mm -hmm. if you go into idleshire and talk to chloe um yeah, you get so. a book each week that's like do this content you get a sticker and you can get rewards and stuff um and sometimes uh there's stuff from coil that pops up in there um and mm -hmm. so with that like when tuesday hits you might be able to find a party finder group that's queuing for some of this older content that you may not have done they're doing it on sync they're going in they're getting it done real quick um, yep. start one too. To, to, somebody yeah. might scroll through the party finder and be like oh this person yeah mm -hmm. not yeah. only do they need help they're doing this thing i don't mm -hmm. have anything to yeah. do right now yeah. and, 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 and the best part too is for a lot of that stuff you don't need a full party there's there's some stuff you can't solo um some stuff is harder to duo even at the 80 cap um like yeah. turn turn nine i'm looking at you um <laughs> but it's it's if you can get you know three four people you got it. Like you can, you can complete the entire thing. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, make and an people do those groups. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Like our, our FC is doing a full run of binding this weekend. So you might even sure. look for like a free company that it. is looking mm -hmm. to help new players. And you can always request in those free companies too. Like, hey, I really want to do this content. Would anybody be up for doing it at level or you know at minimum I level or unsynced or whatever mm -hmm. precursors you want? Um, so that way you can try and find a group and, and run it. What, the only thing that I wanted to add is, and it's intangible almost completely, and the only reason that I do extremes and things like that, because I don't want the mounts, Zanidra can tell you, <laughs> <laughs> is the more you see mechanics in this game, the better you're going to get at it. Even if you're seeing it unsynced, yes. you'll just see, what is that icon? Oh, that's what it did. And I didn't die to it. Oh, yes, that's cool. Yes, but next yes. time I see it, I'll see mm -hmm. it. Like, it's just knowledge of the game. Like, if, if yeah. you want to be better at playing the game, a lot of these have real not tangible rewards but you can you can see the results when you play new content afterwards yes. you are you are rewarded um, with knowledge exactly yeah. on how and that's, to, to stack and... that's mm -hmm. so important i mean i i came into the game towards the end of heaven sword i don't know i'm so yeah. glad you said that you're so right because when i came in i was a little bit behind everybody at, the, at yeah. that point and i was a new player i had mm -hmm. no idea that like people party finder extremes and I fell in love with Final Fantasy. And it was one of, I mean, I already loved the franchise, but 14 sure, yeah. in particular, I fell yeah. in love with it. And those fights for me, uh, you know, when we'd go in for the normal story mode of Ifrit mm -hmm. or Titan, yeah. I was like, this could be more epic. This could be even bigger. And so I really wanted to experience what that was like by going into the extremes. Mm -hmm. And like the stubborn person I am, I tried to queue for it. Everybody's yeah. like, oh, you have to party finder. So I sat in party finder for hours trying to get mm -hmm. like a synced party for them. Um, the first one I ever cleared was Titan X synced <laughs> in Heaven Sword. Oh, no boy. one wants to do that fight. No. It took oh, us man. like nine hours mm -hmm. one day. And we had this group of players that were so kind and they were like, I have nothing else to do today. Let's just do it. Why not? Right. Whatever. If you wipe, we wipe. It's And we did it. We did it for nine hours. And I was terrible at it. I was yeah. a hot disaster. People kept telling me about the bombs. And I was like, I literally cannot see with my eyeballs these right. bombs going happen. down in a pattern. I yeah. literally cannot process that information right now. Right. And I, you know, we ended up clearing it. And then I went in later when I was teaching some people how to do it, synced again. And I could see those bombs crystal clear. Right. And it was like, 
Yeah, it's amazing because you you learn the and language. And they came back. Yeah. And they come back they and back. they come back and they come back. So it yeah. teaches you certain things about the game that will mm -hmm. make you a better player long term. And I think right. you nailed that, Aldino. Yeah. yeah. The very short story. The first raid I did was in 2.0. It was uh, <laughs> Twin Tanya. I showed up after playing for, you know, not playing for a while. And I did all the content before. And then I run in and they're like, we're doing Twin Tanya and we need someone to replace. I'll do it. And we beat it like the third try. And they oh were like, gosh. wait, how did you do that or that? And I'm like, because I've seen this mechanic before in another game. And you were like, oh, it's this thing. And it goes across. And it's like, oh, OK. You will build your MMO Was it the literacy. third? I thought it was first try. I forget. I thought we died. It I was. We it did. was. It was very soon. I was on it could, yeah, it could have been for, for weeks, and then my my group disbanded. <laughs> oh, no! Just like I'm just gonna go in here. Well, the rest of us I'm had already been clearing it. Yeah. And oh, well, then, okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. The seven other people had been clearing it. We just yeah. needed a rep because Sorry, I don't think me, it was unlocked. Let me, let me at the brush point this yet. extra yeah, salt off the pretzel no, here. No, yeah, no, no, no. No, I'm not saying that. So we took we took Charles and who'd never cleared it before, and we're like. For expediency's sake, we're gonna explain as we go. And in three tries or less, uh, we we cleared, and we're all just like, "You're ours now." It's but so much it's... easier to do that, though, right? You know, you you tell you explain something well, ahead of time. You're like, the "Fires." Okay, yeah. yeah it's yeah. just like, see this, do this. Oh, okay, and then you can associate the visual yeah, part of but it. It's, yeah, yeah, but it's not like that. It's because I was great. It's not. No, I'm an average player like everyone else. It's the thing that. You see these mechanics, you have the understanding, you then apply it again. It's great. It's awesome. Yep. Go do it. I know what this marker means. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, do definitely do Crystal Tower and enjoy the hell out of Shadowbringers. Uh, yes. It's, it's so good. It's Don't so forget good. the dungeons. Some of the dungeons are eh. Some of them are beautiful and yeah. full yeah. of delicious lore. Oh, yep. yeah. Yes. And glamours. I said it. It's <laughs> different. Oh, no. It's part, it's part of the, the game... It is. If it's not important to you, that's fine. But some of these dungeons are worth the run, even if you don't. Mm -hmm. The hard mode dungeons are really fun, too. I mean, it's always good yeah. if you get through, you know, any portion of the game. So the base game. At the end, just do a big loop or look up on Gamer Escapes Wikipedia all of mm -hmm. the, you know, end game stuff that was yeah. in the game for that. If you do a big loop on those main maps, if you go to the major city hubs, all that kind of stuff you'll see those blue markers um, that are sort of those main story or priority important kind of markers. And if you unlock yeah. all of those, I mean, it's good just to get it done. You get all the content, you get the hard dungeons, you get extra story. It's a lot of fun and you get some, mm -hmm. you know, glamours and more more just playtime, which yeah. increases the longevity of the game, which is nice. I'm mm -hmm. talking about dungeons and, and glamours. I'm just like sitting here like, Scala. I've never <laughs> got anything from Scala. Oh, <laughs> never. No. Never. Anyway. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it here for this week. Uh, reminder, we are not going to be here next week because of the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, but mm -hmm. right now we're planning on coming back on December 7th, hoping to have a Bryn here with us to talk about the future of Final Fantasy XIV on consoles. And uh, we also want to give a big uh, shout-out and congratulations to Brian and his family. Uh, this week just had uh, a baby boy, Gabriel. Yay! Congrats! Big shout-out to you guys. <laughs> Say goodbye uh, to sleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure at yeah. this point he's very aware how the process Yeah, he's like this, this old hat. I wonder if that's linear or exponential. Like when you get yeah. from what's two the, kids what's to the three, curve does it just explode the... or what? <laughs> Level of caring goes down. <laughs> <laughs> 
Alright. Uh, if you want, you can email us at aetheratradio at gamerscape.com. Shoot us a message. Let us know what you want to hear about uh, in terms of etiquette situations. Uh, you can also tweet at us at aetheratradio. And uh, you can also find us uh, as Gamerscape on Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. Discord.gg slash Gamerscape. We have an Aetherite radio channel on there. If you have questions or comments you want to share, you can dump them there as well. And that's going to do it for us for this week. And uh, we'll be back here on December 7th. We'll see you then. Bye, everybody.